It seemed in recent years, efforts to keep the Lizardman story alive started to become active, and local groups that care about Bishopville wanted to preserve the story. Chapter 4 The Lizardman Legacy. For those that hold dearly to this Lizardman story, really wanted to reclaim it for the town of Bishopville. And they wanted to have fun with it. They wanted to have various events, scavenger hunts, the stomp, things that make you feel alive like you did in 1988 on the side of Brown Town Road. But the Lizardman story is more than just selling t-shirts on the side of the road. It's about the community and sharing the story together. But first, let's talk about the time when Thad and I went to the swamp. So, Andy, you were telling me about the time you saw the lizard man. Okay, so Thad's talking about the time I texted him at like 10 o'clock at night, and the text says, I saw the lizard man. <laughs> I went out at night, and I was, you know, making photographs of the swamp, and, you know, I'm, it's just kind of eerie. There's different sounds there. I hear a tree fall, and I think I quickly grab my camera, and I just kind of go to the car, and I remember looking back with the flashlight and saying, okay, I got what I need. <laughs> yeah. No, it's such a... I, I don't know if it's because of these lizard man stories or if it's because of the place itself, but it's like real it's creepy and it's it's dusk and then you get down to the bottom of this hill where the swamp is and it's like it, it's it's like you're fast forwarding like an hour and a half in the sunset. It's right. just immediately dark down there. Like there's occasionally traffic that goes by um but in that kind of void, you, I don't know, I can totally see where you'd start to, like, you kind of have, like, a heightened sense of uh, everything that's happening around you. I think the different noises didn't help, too, because I feel like there's noises I've never heard before. And, I mean, they're most likely, like, cicadas or frogs, you know, in the distance. Yeah. But something about it. And it's like, that's where I can kind of see where people, you know, you in the back of your head, you hear this lizard man story. And... Then you're driving down the swamp, you're driving at night, and then something happens, or so you see something, and you kind of immediately think Lizard Man. Yeah, well, and it, honestly, what's kind of interesting about it is, like, I was a little less concerned about, like, you know, the Lizard Man coming out of the of the woods, and more, like, what if somebody stops and, like, sort of accosts me, like, what are you doing here, or, like, uh, you know, there's just... There's just no one else around, and that kind of makes it creepy. So then, like, actually, in a weird way, like, there were a few people who did stop because, you know, I'm sitting there with, like, the the hazards on on the car, and they are like, hey, is everything okay, which is nice. Like, that's a nice thing to do. But every time somebody pulled up behind the car and stopped, I would, like, my heart stopped. Just, like, it, it's... Because you're just alone. Yeah. Right? You're just alone, and there's, like, this one other person that you've never met. So before we went into the woods, uh, we stopped by the restaurant nearby called Harry and Harry 2. Yeah. And obviously, we get an item on the menu called the Lizard Man Sandwich, which is basically, it's a bacon cheeseburger with pimento cheese. But the owner of the restaurant is Harry Elmore Jr. Yeah, so Harry Harry Elmore, um, he left Bishopville to go to school. And he comes back, um, and his family had run this restaurant in town. Or I guess it's really outside of town, but around Bishopville. I guess one thing he noticed coming back to Bishopville is that there's, like, really nothing to mark that this is the town where the lizard man is from. Um, but he was sort of had a soft spot for the story. One, because he just thought it was interesting, and he was young when that all happened in, in the 80s. 
So the reason I did the lizard man thing, it was kind of pushed in a closet and people were kind of like rolling their eyes about it for the longest time. Um, and it just felt like it was funny and dumb. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's a really cool story regardless of what you think about it. Right. So why not wrap your arms around it and kind of embrace it and use it to drive business and to just get behind it, you know? Mm-hmm. So we kept doing little lizard days and stuff like that and just throwing the name out there more and more. And then for some reason, I guess maybe social media posts or something, people found me through that. At the same time, I joined the Chamber of Commerce with Margaret and we were like, hey, we, we, we need to like do something for this. So lizard man starts showing up at parades and you know whatever, mm-hmm. and then um, I mean you would be surprised now at how many people walk through this door because they want to hear the story. They're like, sometimes they're a little disappointed because they really think it's like a lizard man themed place. Okay. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, this is my mom and dad's old restaurant. It's been here for 25 years, but we do have some pictures of it. But um, the uh, the reason I embrace it is because, I mean, it happened on my family's land. So it was like part of my, you know, family's legacy sort of. And, and I just wanted to get behind it. And I think it's really cool. The cool thing about it is like everybody's got a secret, right? So secret if you believe it, secret if you don't believe it, secret if it was a hoax or a secret like you want to believe. But also because his uncle is sort of widely associated, at least in Bishopville, with the Lizard Man. And the story is essentially that uh, his uncle was a farmer on on this brown town road, and he had like a, like a shed where he would pack, he grew butter beans, so he would shell and pack butter beans. And he had an air conditioner, like a window unit, I think it was, and people kept stealing them, or at least he had a few stolen. So the story is that he was sort of a jokester and he was maybe crafty, um, and he sewed the the shells of these beans onto like a costume, and those kind of looked like scales, and he basically ran off and was trying to scare people. So that's sort of the the rumor. It's kind of like this way that at least a few people have tried to brush the story off. You're, you want to know about the lizard man? Well, I'll tell you what the real story is. That's that's the story they tell. Everybody thought my uncle did it. I was like, oh, was so yeah. What do you think about that? Ah, uh, I don't know. No comment. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I wouldn't blame him for trying to capitalize. Yeah. On he uh, he'd give you some winks and some smirks, but no answers. But, which is which is really cool, because. Yeah. Now he feels like he's got a secret. You know, I mean, it's just like, ooh, Art, did you do this? Yeah. And uh, whether or not he did, he kept this. But during his funeral, um, the preacher said, "I've buried many men, but not never a lizard man." Yeah. 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 And it's Harry doesn't know if it's true, right? Like Harry has said, his uncle would never tell him what, give him a straight answer of what happened. His dad, if he does know, has not told him. Um, But regardless, Harry was like, well, this is still a thing that is in my family's history. It was an important thing to his uncle. Even whether or not he was a lizard man, he liked the fact that people thought he could have been the lizard man. 
I guess, do you think that the story would change if, like, it was, like, proven or if we actually found out what actually happened that night? Yeah, I think so. I think on some level, people like stories like the Lizard Man legend um, because there's not an answer. Like, I think it's in a way similar to, like, there's, like, this kind of cultural obsession right now with true crime. And I think in this case, like, if you did explain it away somehow, you know, it's like kind of, it, would, it almost makes it disappoint. Like, no matter what it is, it's been built up to be this, like, larger than life thing. And whatever it was, it was not larger than life, right? Like, it was of life. Yeah, I think if you if you resolved the question, I think you lose something by answering that question. Uh, if I knew, I mean, I would I would write it, but I don't know, and um, I think that's sort of the point that that we don't know everything out there, and clarity sometimes takes that away. I guess what is the meaning of like this story for like the town of Bishopville? What's so hard to like put a finger on about the story is that it means sort of something different to every person kind of like the lizard i mean the lizard man story is different depending on who tells the story yeah well because people interacted with it different like at least among people who were there everybody interacts with it a little bit differently and so when people talk about the story and their their relationship to it what they're really talking about is like a moment of their life and so it's a little bit different to everybody we talked to abby denny her uncle was the sheriff uh, who became sort of like this media darling um, at the time. It's going to always be that legacy there. I don't think it'll ever go away. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want. And when I and when you see the lizard man, the first thing you think of is my uncle. Yeah. And so I think that's so important that he is he is still thought of. But more than that. Because he's so indelibly tied to the Lizard Man story, and he's really the reason that it became a big thing, um, she kind of figures as long as people are talking about the Lizard Man, they're also talking about her uncle, which means that sort of a part of him is living on in Bishopville. Um, so it's so easy to sort of think of the Lizard Man as like this trivial story, but that's kind of in a way that's like the legacy of this is that it's it's this touch point that people can kind of call back to the the past on. He was so proud that he brought this town together. And that's what I guess means so much to me is that the lizard man, whether people believe or not, mm-hmm. it did put us on the map mm-hmm. in Lee County. Mm-hmm. And we had travelers and you know and it's still it's still around. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. And so by saying that, that he's still around. For um, Robert Howell, who we talked to, I think it, you know, it says it's it's part of his early 20s in this, like, really cool, crazy moment in his life. It's, it's always going to be a part of Cape Horse Swamp now. The Lizard Man is the Lizard Man. It's, it's, it, 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 was it a myth? Was it real? Whatever it is, it's legend now. So you, you go to Bishopville and just mention Lizard Man. They're going to know what you're talking about. So I think that's why it's sort of hard to pin down, like, what is the legacy of it? Um, because it, it's something a little bit different to everybody. But I think now what it's sort of becoming is a little bit of, like, a, a sense of identity for Bishopville. So it's, um, you know, you see, like, a little 
pieces of it. Like you might see something in like a shop window on Main Street, or you might have this Lizard Man stomp event, uh, or the Miss Lizard Man pageant. Like it's you start to see it sort of sprinkled in. Um, I mean, it's almost it's not to this extent, but it's kind of like how. You know, it's almost like asking, like, what does, like, the palmetto tree mean to South Carolina? The history of it, it's like we're so far removed from it at this point. Right. Aside from, like, it's like this tree near the beach. But it's sort of this, like, it's an identifier. Yeah, it's an identifier for the state. The Lizard Man is sort of an identifier, increasingly, I think, for Bishopville. There's an ugly critter running around with green scaly skin and eyes are glowing red. That's the end of these episodes of the Lizard Man podcast for the Post and Courier, brought to you by Understand South Carolina. I'm your host, Andrew Whitaker, and thank you for listening and for those to help tell this story. Music is brought to you by artist Me You, song titled Suspicious, along with Robert Howell's The Lizard Man is Back in Town. Get your butt indoors before the sun goes down.